Yeah, it's Bruce in for Jazz on your Friday afternoon. Now, Todd Talbot is the host of HGTV's Love It or List It. And you've probably seen the show. And if you are a follower, you'll know that uh, an A-frame, a certain special A-frame, is kind of like his dream home. Unfortunately, and here's where the story gets a little bit sad, we think, uh, that home is being destroyed by wildfire. Let's bring in Todd and take a look at this situation. Todd, um, bring us up to date. Well, um, I'm standing here in Revelstoke because myself, my wife, and our two kids uh, were evacuated last night. Um, and uh, so we've left the region. Um, and we're actually staying at a friend's place in Revelstoke. But we got news this morning. It's It's hard to understand exactly what's going on because there's – there is information out there, and then there's a whole lot of um, hearsay and and also gaps in the information. So you're trying to piece this together, and I think one of the tough parts was um, having to be separated from your home. So many people are in that position right now, and you just simply don't know. Um, you're trying to like message people all over the place and try and get some glimpse. We did get video confirmation, unfortunately, this morning that our entire bay, all the homes there have been completely destroyed. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very bizarre experience. It's sad and emotional and you're thinking about other people and you're yeah. thinking about yourself and yeah, it's tricky. Todd, it's all of those things. And you know, uh, one fire or one area is getting a lot of attention this afternoon and that's the area around Kelowna and West Kelowna. But there's so many other parts of the province that are under evacuation orders right now whether it's in Boston Bar or Karameas or parts where you are, that yep. we forget that this is a terrible situation that's uh, in hitting not only BC but even many parts of the country. How you do hear you hear about it? Yeah, yeah you, you hear about it on the news, and and I've been in evacuation notices. Um, and yesterday, honestly, we didn't think that this fire was going to cause the devastation that it has and continues to, but it was kind of the perfect storm with the cold front moving in, the winds picked up, which was devastating. And I was at our place The Rebecca and the kids had left. I was watching the smoke change color above the mountain, right behind our house, moving from gray to black to then orange as the flames were coming over the hill. And then four pickup trucks come rifling down the driveway lights blazing saying you've got to go and then you're then you click into something else you know you're trying to make sure that your neighbors are out um hooking up trailers so people have places to stay and it gets very real very fast we're talking with todd talbot the host of hgtv's love it or listed talking about a very personal story the loss of his a-frame dream home i guess that's fair to say isn't it yeah i mean it seems funny to talk about i mean We've, I've spent the last three years, you know, putting my heart and soul into this, really trying to, ironically enough, try and create a home, a passive house that was resilient enough to stand up to something like this. Um, we weren't quite finished. We were 90% of the way. Um, and so it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's heartbreaking to, to lose that and, you know, having put so much time and energy into it and so many other people helping out along the way as well. And, um, you know, and just to see my neighbors who have been there for 30 years and watch their home go up in flames, it's it's tough. 
Well, there is tragic irony in this, and let's not ignore it. Uh, you were building a home that was respectful of nature, and it mm-hmm. was nature that claimed it. Tell me about that. Well, I mean, I think we could see the trends moving in the direction where we need to start being conscious about how we're building more, as well as building in resiliency for our homes to be able to deal with smoke in the air, to be able to deal with forest fires. Unfortunately, when they come through with the force that they have uh, last night and today and continue to, that there's not much that you can do. Um, You know, I, I was really hopeful that this would be a showcase for for showing people what's possible. Um, we got a long way. Uh, we didn't quite make it to the finish line, but, um, you know, it's, it's really hard to stop your mind from thinking forward and trying to figure out, you know, well, what do we do now? And, and the, other, the other thing is just the landscape. Like, it's completely devastated. So I just, I, I don't know what people are going to do. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. And, and um, it's just, it's affected so many people in the, in the West Kelowna area. And then it jumped across the lake. I mean, it was just, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, your story is one of many, but it also shows that some of these situations are very real. They're stories of impact. You must have had a difficult conversation with your family. Run me through some of that. Well, I, my kids have probably taken it the hardest. I mean, both of them were in tears. Each one of them has kind of a different reaction. I, I wasn't prepared for this conversation, but you know, my daughter wants to talk about it a lot. Um, my son doesn't want to hear about it at all. And both of them were, were crying. They're 12 and 13. And, and understandably, they, they actually feel bad for me. They've, they've you know, said that repeatedly, you know, the amount of time and energy and work that we put into it. And um, yeah, it's so, yeah, it's, it's tough to work through that with them. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what our next step is. You know what? Uh, father to father, husband to husband, my heart goes out to you. I can only imagine. I've never had that type of conversation with my family. And quite frankly, I hope I never do. But I could only imagine that it is very difficult. And uh, it also goes to show that kids can be so brave in asking you and turning it around. And I just have so much admiration for what kids can end up doing in situations like that. But um, there's got to be next steps. And that's important. And there's got to be optimism, not just for you, but for so many other people in your situation. Where do you go from here? I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows kind of at this point where you go from here. But what I can say is that um, the heartening part of all of this is our kind of greater community and the amount of messages and support from strangers, from people that we know. I know that's not only for us, but for everybody. People are posting on social media, offering homes for people to stay in. And that kind of rallying together to help people through I think is the energy that, you know, gives people hope and um, shows that we are a community. And, you know, sometimes we get isolated in our little bubble and then something like this uh, happens and and people step up. And I know that there will be opportunities for people to get more involved. I don't know what those look like at the moment. Um, But, you know, if people have capacity, I'm sure they're going to step up and, um, you know, offer that to people. and, And I know that's happened to us. 
People are we're amazing. At, we're staying at our director's place of Love Her Listed. See, in, there in, you in go. Yeah, People are amazing. Here tonight. They are. They and are. and uh, that's where you start to find out, uh, wow, uh, somebody did that for us. That's cool. And maybe that's a bigger thing in life. Todd, thanks so much for uh, sharing your story with us. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for reaching out and and uh, you know and our hearts go out to everyone else who's going through this. It's it's affected so many people, and as you say, all across the province and country.